Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Hello there, and welcome to Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. On this episode, we'll be exploring mermaids. So sit back, open your ears, and let's get wet. I like that last <sighs> bit. <laughs> I was going to say, let, let's get moist with knowledge, but... <laughs> Hi there. I'm getting the finger guns from the guys. Yes, it's me doing the intro this week. So this week we are talking about mermaids. Uh, and this was my choice of topic. So hence why Mike has handed over the reins to me. And we've had quite a bit of chat actually on our little WhatsApp group about what we should actually be referring to these creatures as. And I think we've just generally agreed that they should be called merfolk just to make sure we're not upsetting anybody in the uh, in the realms of yeah we don't we don't want to start getting angry emails from the the mere folk complaining that we are misgendering them absolutely so mermaids mermen mer children mer children mer children and also just as a bit of an odd one towards the end that I've kind of had a little read about tonight mer angels Ooh. check it out i know i've gone deep with this one i've gone deep wow wow okay so we're going to be chatting about mermaids today. I'm going to I'm going to continue to call them mermaids. Is that okay? I mean, I think that's fine. I think that's, al- that's allowed for the last do, 44 years of my life. I do feel as though that is uh, not allowing a fair representation for the the good strong men of mer, or even those non non gender specific folk of mer. Do you think that they will forgive me for this one podcast? I, I don't think, know. I think I they're not real, so they're not going to be offended. So I think oh, mer- mermaids is fine. Oh, straight in again. Some kind of record. What? Honestly. <laughs> he, got, he got you hook, line, and I am literally... Can, Mike, can we... Stinker. Is there some way that we can just turn his microphone off until we've all finished talking, please? <laughs> so anyway, yes. Um, for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to be referring to them as mermaids. Because that is just the general parlance. Outrageous. I'm sorry. I, I think. I think. I think. Also, the the majority of the mermaid myth is about lady sea people, isn't it? So I think. Yes, I think it's it, perfectly fine. Creatures of a traditional female appearance. Let's um, put it like that. I am going to be getting into anatomy a little bit later on. Because oh, we're going to we're going to look at we're going to talk about mermaids. Pearl pockets. Yes, yes, we are. You, it's, this is a, a good night for everybody. Pearl pockets. So this kind of international folklore about mermaids just spreads across all continents. It's. I was. I was kind of. Um, I was surprised actually because we've literally got mermaids popping up in all cultures. Have literally been spotted all over the planet. Obviously, in bodies of water. It literally goes back to ancient Greek times. Reports of mermaids literally go back centuries, thousands of years, which I think is where this started. And there's a bit of a... The modern-day mermaid is a bit of a mix of a mystical sea creature and 
sirens, which I think most of us would have heard of before. Those mm. those ladies that sit on the rocks and en- enchant the sailors with their beautiful singing Luring voices. Luring them to their deaths. Luring them to their deaths, yeah. Although some of them, some of the sirens were quite... Well, quite nice, quite friendly. Depends which one, uh, which ones you you read about. But they generally result in a shipwreck, I think, don't they? The old sirens, but they're ain't, they're ancient Greek. But they started off as half birds with a human face, like a female face or a human head, with then a bird body. Birds. Yeah, that, the, the ancient Greek sirens. Because I'm still I'm still on sirens. They started off with bird feet, bird bodies, bird tails, but then the the head was a human head, and then, kind of in the Christian era, then they um, they developed fish tails instead. Sirens have been mentioned in Homer's Odyssey. You know the Odysseus. Oh no, not that Homer, Mike, the poet. Oh, oh I, wonder, I thought you were having some kind of fit, Mike. Honestly, <laughs> Odysseus in the uh, in Homer's um, epic novel had to be tied to the mast of his ship to be able to uh, withstand the the enchanting sounds of the, that the sirens were uh, trying to draw them to but anyway so there seems to be a general look about mermaids number one in general female long flowing mm-hmm. long flowing hair if modern stories are to believed busty busty i know busty <laughs> Busty. If you look, if you if anybody watched the Little Mermaid, the Disney version, little kind of clamshells. We're talking. Sexy. We're talking your page three model with fishy legs. Wow. Yeah, but generally quite pretty in in a lot of in a lot of Western cultures. Generally regarded as quite attractive. And obviously, you've got to think that most most sailors are generally men as well. So. Very true. Ariel, nineteen from South End. <laughs> but. The more east you go, the weirder and a bit more gruesome mermaids become. And there's there's different names for these um for these creatures, these sea creatures over towards the east. In Japan they have um I can't pronounce it. Can anybody else pronounce it? Ningyo? Ningyo? Does that sound does that sound familiar? Ningyo. Ningyo. I'd say Ningyo, yeah. Ning Ningyo, that sounds about right, doesn't it? So, which is like got a human head and then a proper kind of fishy body, but it looks like like a catfish. So, like the whole body big, is fish. Yeah, the whole body. It's just just the head is like a human type head. That's just like the last part of you you'd want to still be a to still be human, isn't it? That's like the the least useful part. <laughs> what the head? Yeah. Mm. Well, this head does. Have it has horns, golden horns, a red belly, and on each side of its head there are three eyes. So it is only kind of human esque, but then so it we're, has we're these very tangentially mermaidy. Then, like in, in the but traditional they, sense of what we think they would look like, it's it's yeah, another it's another fish human hybrid, but not necessarily what the traditional yeah. It's, but it's kind of an eastern did. version, an eastern yeah. version of a a sea creature. Hmm. And in in some reports, they taste they taste quite nice, ningyos. And if you eat them, then yeah. it's supposed to um, extend your life. You get for longevity of life. Nibble on a mermaid. Nibble on a Japanese mermaid. Yeah. Now, I think. I think. By how much? 
I think I think we can we we can probably come back to this. There's definitely special interest films of Japanese mermaids and nibbling. We we can come back to what happened to mermaids, but I think one one of the ideas is maybe they all got eaten. They've all gone. Yeah, they've all been, you know, we overfishing. Over, overfishing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we might have heard of a few more. There aren't there aren't that many reports of mermaids, not in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah but I think I think Matt's onto something. <laughs> I uh, the last time I bought a tin of tuna, I'm not a big fan, uh, but I don't recall it being mermaid safe. Too little, too late. Absolutely, yeah. I can't, I can't count mm. the number of tuna sandwiches I've had that have had eyelashes in them. Oh, <laughs> where have they come from? Or fingernails? Ew. Oh no! But there are generally kind of reports of all different. They've got different names. My favourite was the African deity. Whose name is Mami Wata? <laughs> Literally. Mami Wata. Mami Wata. Like the mummy of the water, yeah. You get Mami Wata in, let's have another look on here. So in Russia, you get the Rusal, Rusalkas. Rusalkas? Rusalkas? They live, yeah. Then they live in, live in rivers and lakes and things like that. They're, they're, they're one of the spookier ones, aren't they? I read, I read a little bit about them. It said they are like angry feminine spirits who were women who were drowned before they got a chance to be married. Yeah, and or they, kind of kill, killed quite violently. Yeah, and they appear at night to lure young men out into the water and then drown them. And to drown them, yeah. They're, then yeah. They, sound a bit, um, they sound a bit gruesome. I'm pretty sure you fight them in the Witcher books. I'm sure Witcher you do. games. Oh, have you fought mm. those in the Witcher games? I think I've, I think I've killed sound- a few of them. Oh, do you know what? I think you're right. There's blue things under the water. They're the ones. I think we no. There's something different. Oh, okay. The Irish selkies in Scotland. Selkies. Is that how you pronounce it? Selkies, which are are seals when in the water. Um, when they come onto the land, they transform into women. Because oh, you've got kelpies as well in Scotland, don't you? But they're like horse horse things, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're horse related things. Kel- kelpies. Do you think, yeah, that's solid. Do you kelpies think... like well, I think the like this monster could be. Do you think this selkie that is a seal when it's in the water but turns into a human lady when it's on the land is just an excuse that a sailor used when he got caught fucking a seal? Oh, dear. <laughs> she was a lady. What? She was Quite a possibly. lady. Are they, from what I read, like there's, there's stories about selkies luring people into the water to their deaths, but also other stories of them coming out of the water, transforming into women and getting married to humans and having families and... Living a human life. The Island Man, they have Ben Varys, who they and they give gifts. So, you know, not trying to kill anybody. So they're giving gifts to fishermen and, and people who uh, who live on the Isle of Man, which I thought was quite it's quite specific, the Isle of Man, isn't it? So it's very limited coastline. It is, yeah, yeah. Irish Sea. We've got Guam has got Serena's and uh, Brazil has the legend of Lara's. So this really is a, a worldwide kind of global water-based phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, but do you that's think that's do you it. think that's because people have actually or think they've seen these things, or you know, we can come on to what else there might be in a bit. But just, or, or do you think it's just because that kind of hybrid human human and animal kind of chimera creature is just a really basic kind of early human thing to believe in. Do you know what I mean? I think like it's a, centaurs I think it's a lot of 
Yeah, I think it's a lot of male sailors being very lonely, drinking a hell of a lot of grog, and probably knocking one off to a things. narwhal. <laughs> yeah, well, I think was it on was it on one of the expeditions? Was it Captain Cook? No. Christopher Columbus. Yeah, that's that one. one. That one. <laughs> They're yeah. all the same, aren't they? They're all the same. It's a fella on a, it's a white fella on a boat killing everybody. <laughs> but yeah, they they think it was uh, manatees because he described, yeah. I think, in one of his diaries, a very ugly mermaid. So the, the the manatee's not. She's not page three material. She's she's lumpy looking. But I what they if, are I, what very if, big though. They are they are big and they've got like their little kind of arms, haven't they? They don't have kind of big fins or anything, do they? And they're like well, they're like big. They're big like lumps. round paddles. Yeah, but they're not. They're sea cows, aren't they? I think yeah. in some sea cow, yeah, cows yeah. without legs. But you would have thought experienced sailors, especially someone like Christopher Columbus who literally managed to discover new continents, I think, would you not yeah. think that... I don't know. Do you know if it was a mammal no, in the water con- rather than a mermaid? Con- con- continents thing- are a bit bigger than uh, animals, so I imagine it was easier for him to discover a new continent than to discover manatees. He might not have known what they were. You know, I can't imagine that... I mean, I, I, I don't know when every species in the world has been discovered because... I'm not Rain Man, but I would imagine that a lot of these things have only really been understood or, or you know, studied for, for a few hundred years because they live in the sea. The sea's pretty big. It's not really that easy to Yeah, we to know more about space than we things. do about the sea. Yeah, and there's plenty of the sea that we've never been to, can't get to, don't know what's down there. I mean, you know, is it a possibility I, that absolutely. there are things also, living in the sea that we don't know of? Quite, of course. I mean, James yeah. Cameron's, he's been deep, hasn't he? James Cameron, you know, Hollywood, fame. Hollywood director. Yeah, he's got a bit of an obsession with going deep in the sea. And uh, I think only the other day he, he part funds as some sort of university-based submarine exploration thing and it, it captured this really weird translucent looked like a swordfish that had kind of mated with an eel it was the weirdest looking thing and that was only yeah. a couple of days ago and that was i think it i think it was something like 980 meters down like almost a mile down so there's obviously a lot we do not know that's well the sea covers like 75 percent of the world or something doesn't it? it's like three quarters three quarters of the surface mm. of the earth is covered in sea and we've only we've only explored 80 percent of it so well, we, we've only explored 20 percent of it so 80 percent of 75 is 60 percent of the earth's surface we've not explored because it's underwater and it's very difficult to get to and that's so nice. there's, there's there's more left to discover than we have discovered already and we've been looking for a long time so yeah um, please don't take this the wrong way. I don't think mermaids exist, but there is room for many, many, many species of creatures to live in the sea that we've got no idea about. I think one of the key differences, yeah. though, between the stuff we find in the sea and mermaids is the stuff we find in the sea looks nothing like humans and looks pretty much nothing like most other creatures because it's been it's evolved in an entirely different environment, hasn't it? It's yeah. one. Yeah, you only have the, to kind of the deeper you go, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't it's have to like also... look at octopuses, don't you? Octopi. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I believe in that because I mean, 
I've seen a blobfish and I've seen I've seen Mike. <laughs> In the face, there's a similarity. <laughs> oh Mike, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Well, you know. Does it look more like a, a blobfish or a manatee? I don't know. I With don't... those whiskers, actually, Mike. You could Absolutely. be quite manatee-esque. <laughs> More like a manatee, I think. Yeah, but that that thing about the but sea, they, that thing about the sea, is one of the reasons why I find it really hard to believe like stories about aliens that look like people, because it, it, an alien from another planet surely would have would have you know evolved in a very different environment to ours. It, w- it wouldn't have the same evolutionary yeah. needs that we've got. It, yeah, it's not why would two, it have hands two eyes, two and, arms, two legs? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It, you know, it probably looks like one of the bloody terrifying things that lives at the bottom of the sea, which would be a lot more disturbing than a human person turning up in a spaceship. Wouldn't it be exciting if octopuses, octopi, keep saying that, don't I? Were actually aliens. We found out that they were just aliens because they've got like blue blood and all kinds of stuff, haven't they? Well, well, they could like the be. film Arrival. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, yeah. they were like Arrival, yeah. Like Cthulhu mythos stuff, H.P. Lovecraft, they're all quite octopusy and mm. octopusy, James Bond, you know, that's about... Yeah. Is no, Mark, is about Mike Googling that if octopus have blue blood now? Uh, no, no, there was, uh, there was a film, wasn't there, where like the the octopus in the in a tank in a restaurant was like, they were... Oh, no, that was... The aliens. There was the one where the, it was, was it a, in a Russian seafood restaurant and there was an octopus who was predicting the World Cup scores? That was real, yeah. I think it was a German yeah. restaurant, German octopus, oh, I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, you see. I think we've we, uncovered something here. We have. We've gone very off track, though, haven't we? We have. Back to mermaids, yeah. merfolk, but mermen. They're going to be friends with the octopuses. Perhaps Perhaps we need to speak to the octopus. The octopus will spill the beans <laughs> on the mer persons. Why'd you spill your beans, boy? Speaking of mermaids, <laughs> there is obviously yeah. a mermaid in the classic movie The Lighthouse, isn't there? Classic yeah, and I remember classic. it being quite gratuitous in the the genital region as well, from what I remember. Yeah, absolutely. we seem mermaids to... aren't supposed to have genitals. Oh, well, they're supposed to seduce sailors. So is it is it pure, purely That's a bu- what breast the breast thing? Are for? I don't know. I've I've actually I'm sure I've seen things. I mean, I may just be making this up. I am sure I've seen a program about mermaids, and they did have a vagina. Yeah, I've I've done a little bit a little bit of digging on mermaid anatomy, and apparently flexible scales that move out of the way, oh. but a, a slightly different kind of setup inside, kind of internally. But there is a gen, there seems to be a general consensus that mermaids are mammals rather than fish. Okay, and so hence the need for breasts. Because, to, to feed their young. So they can feed mm. their young, obviously. Yeah, okay. Because I was kind of, I, I wrote down at start, I wrote down nips slash breasts, question mark, as in why would they need those? But actually if they if they are classed as mammals, then and that's the way that's moving forward. Although you get weird things like platypuses and stuff, don't you? So, so we, do we think, do you think like they're laying eggs with their offspring? No. And who is, who is fertilising these Sailors mermaids? And mermaids. <laughs> Mermen. Seamen. But the, <laughs> seamen. Seamen are fertilising these mermaids. But, but the question, well the done, question I've got is that in this age of mass freight and air careers, surely there's less seamen floating about the seven seas. Le- it, oh, no, it's still, there's still a lot of... 
there's a lot there's of fishermen so, out there. so much international freight. I mean, you know, that, yeah. the, the other month when that ship blocked the Suez Canal and there was just there were just freight tankers going back for leagues and leagues in the sea and the whole world ground to a halt because one, one pipeline was shut. That was caused by uh, by mermaids. But they're, what to call it, they're like super tankers and a lot of them are, you know, they they sail by wire. So they're, you know, there's... I, I imagine, crew. I imagine, yeah, the complement of sailors on board is very, very slim. And perhaps that's why there's less mermaids. I don't know. Well, yeah, not, not enough sailors point, yeah. exactly. to be enticed with. No, I think apparently a merman does have a penis. But very coy, though. Um, kind of internal internal penis and then know that feeling can I, can, I, can I just come back was was very coy a joke because that was a great pun <laughs> if that if that if that and I'm wasn't... just trying to talk over it <laughs> I know yeah, I, I'm here all week I was I was stunned into pun silence by how good that was <laughs> and everyone just carried on on like it didn't happen and I, I, I'm I felt like they had to podcast. come back to that <laughs> it, it went right over my head and I'm sitting right next to him so um... but they are supposedly very shy Except when they're trying to lure sailors to their death. The mermen. No, mermen. Oh, the mermen. Mer- yeah. yeah, you do. They're, they're, not, they're, not, in, they're not out there and exuberant. They're, they're back home doing, the, doing all the hard graft. Maybe it's just, maybe there's an entire kind of, entire home. Let's kind of like Atlantis. No. I'm just going to put it out there. No. No, no, says Matt. <laughs> maybe there's an entire merfolk world and the men tend to stay down there and then you just get like Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Disney, I'm going back to Disney again. because that's one But of that, was Hans, that was Hans Christian Andersen, wasn't it? It is, yes. The, the famed creator of a lot of... Yeah. So maybe it was just a, maybe it's just the curious ones. The ones that the, the men folk can't control anymore. You're that, the outrageous ones. That, that come up and start sunbathing on rocks. They're a bit, they've, they've had a bit too much. They're a bit drunk. Yeah. No, or maybe, maybe they're more like, you know, mermaid suffragettes. They're like, you can't tell me what to do, merman. Yeah. yeah. Can't keep me down in the deep. Yeah, I'm not living in a merman's world anymore. This is a mermaid's world. And then they, you know, come up to the surface and realise it's actually fucking shit up here and they go back. It's pretty crap, yeah. I did read one quite interesting thing, still on mermaid anatomy, that their hair is like... Are you laughing, Matt? Yes. Seriously, this is very serious. I'm sorry, I've I've been reading up about mermaid anatomy. I have. There's some very graphic... Pictures. I'm sure there are. <laughs> so, but mermaid hair apparently acts like whiskers would act on like a cat or a dog or any other thing that has whiskers. So they, so they know how wide they are using their hair. I think so Dolly Parton's they kind of like use that, it she? for spatial spatial detection, a bit like kind of radar. So they've got so they've got this long hair, and apparently if you if a mermaid's hair is cut less than four inches. It's almost rendered completely disabled. It, it oh, can no. it can do no more. Oh, so you cut a mermaid's hair, and that's like that's her like life force almost. Is that, is that why? Is that why you always get confused in the water, Mike? Yes, because I have no hair. Yes, ergo, you I do. don't know where I'm going. So I was just looking to see if there was any convincing pictures of photographic mermaid vaginas. Of mermaid vaginas. Of, is that what you're looking for? <laughs> no, 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 no. So because I was I was looking up about modern sightings of mermaids yeah and there was one from 1967 in british columbia where apparently a ferry full of people spotted a blonde mermaid in inverted commas 
on a beach eating a salmon fish and that this one witness described as being attractive with dimples. And it said that a photograph was taken that showed this blonde woman whose lower half of her body resembled that of a porpoise. But I've had a look online and I cannot see that picture anywhere. There are um, quite a few but- videos that I've, I've looked at online. And I, I've got to be honest, even though this was kind of my subject and I wanted to do it, I'm not convinced by any of them, to be, to be perfectly honest. They all just look. They're all too out of focus or blatantly... Crap CGI digi- yeah, or digital. a woman wearing those... Yeah, I, I, from a distance on a beach. Yeah, I thought that I remember as a small child having an encounter with a, a mermaid, but then I realised I was just remembering the film Splash. With Daryl Hannah. With Daryl Hannah. And I was Tom Hanks. She was quite stunning. She was, she was. And also as well, in that film, she she had the ability to shatter glass with her... With an uh, octave scream. Yeah, with a kind of... Yeah, being a siren. Yeah, it also had Eugene Levy in it, you know. I did it. Just like to point out, you know, support, yeah. supporting the brothers. That's the second time I've just talked about Eugene Levy today. That is weird. Anyway. All roads lead to no-person. Mer- <laughs> Has anybody seen the, um, the report of the sighting in 2009 from Israel? No. No. Haifa Bay. Haifa? Haifa? I don't know. You were right the first time. Haifa, Haifa Bay in Israel. Dozens of people report a mermaid leaping in the bay. So many people, in fact, that everybody's convinced, the authorities are convinced, and there is a $1 million check sitting waiting for anybody who can produce proof that this mermaid exists. I don't know what the general, if they're trying to kind of, Touristify Boost tourism Yeah We've got a made And we'll give you some money So that that one's quite a famous one And then um, another more recent one In 2012 In Zimbabwe Has anybody read about this one? Where there were No but But going going back to the Israel one Yeah So I've just got a bit up about that now That the one million dollar reward Was put out there And that NBC, the American News Network, decided to do its own investigation right. and had a camera crew filming on the shore of this beach day and night. And that one night, the crew actually claimed to have captured on film what looked to be a human figure dipping in and out of the water. Oh. And that they tried to get on a boat and to kind of follow it, but they, they couldn't find it. And apparently this footage was given to the Coastal Oceans Research in Los Angeles for authentication. And that the centre's director, a guy called Michael Schack, said that although it was impossible to determine if it was a human figure in the footage, that it still remains viable that it was a humanoid creature. Oh, interesting. So much so, I think you can go there and they've erected some sort of monument to the Haifa mermaid. A big gold statue now exists. So there you go. So there you go. That, I mean, that's relatively recently, isn't it? 2009. But even more recently, Zimbabwe, 2012, a new reservoir being built or a reservoir being kind of maintained, one of the two. And the workers there were plagued, plagued, it's not quite the right word, bothered continually <laughs> by... You can say plagued. No? I don't think plagued is the right word. I think plagued in... in, in Invokes lots of mermaids, and I don't think there were lots. Getting bothered by a mermaid. Getting bothered by a mermaid, so much so that that this mermaid was kind of causing them complications, and they all refused to 
continue working. And it was investigated and so they kind of believed them. Bought in then a majority white workforce to continue the work that needed to be done on the reservoir. They also then reported lots of problems and things like that with with activity from within the water and work had to be stopped completely. I mean, now what I heard about was the, um, I think I mentioned it before when we, we talked about this in the, in the past, was about during the Second World War when a group of Japanese soldiers claimed to have had encounters with these four and a half foot tall creatures with spines along their back and shoulders that had like pink salmon coloured skin that would come out of the water and make like gurgling noises at them. They had like a carp-shaped mouth, didn't they? Is that what they reported? And yeah. lots of soldiers saw them. Was it like 1945, 1943? 1943. Um, mm. in, in, in Indonesia. So obviously when Japan was uh, making its way across the ocean and taken over the islands. So, yeah, so they were there were several mermaids spotted with one of them sitting on a beach. I mean, I, I think it's interesting that we haven't, as far as I'm aware, discovered any fossilised remains I know there, there was one apparently, was it in South Africa when you were doing your research? There was somebody who'd excavated a, uh, a mermaid corpse, but it was about as, I think, believable as a cockatrice. It looked like somebody just got a massive salmon and half a human skeleton and just shoved them together. I mean, I yeah, because the, the world at different times has obviously had very different sea levels, hasn't it? So parts of the world now that are dry used to be underwater and vice versa. But the that, that depends how long these things have existed because it, we're talking like hundreds of thousands of years since that kind of sea level change has occurred. So I don't, I, you know, unless we're saying these things have been around since, you know, the the, the dinosaurs or, or, or early mammals or whatever, then I don't know if you, I don't know if you can necessarily assume that what if they're very good at collecting their dead perhaps it's all a massive conspiracy by captain Birdseye and fish fingers are <laughs> actual the, the mermaid fingers of mermaids <laughs> i think that might be right yeah scampi Ew. that's just that's just mermaid bits mermaid giblets <laughs> i'd hate to think what bits <laughs> oh dear that's a bit gross so there was mer children that have been reported I kind of alluded to that at the start. On the Isle of Man, again, back to the Isle of Man. So in 1810, somebody who lives on the Isle of Man found two mer children down by the down by the beach, down by the rocks. One was dead, but he was he was drawn by this kind of like screeching noise. Went down there, one was already dead, and the other one he claims to have picked up and taken back to his house to nurse back to health on a diet of like mussels and a bit of milk. Now, I'm not entirely sure that mer children should be given cow milk, to be perfectly honest, but anyway. And yeah, it was had like seaweedy type hair and was kind of pale brown. What happened to it? In, in colour. He put it back in the sea, apparently. Yeah. It, it, how big, it got, how big it got is it? slightly better. Does it fit in a crabbing bucket or something? Well, it's going to be a <laughs> child size. It's I don't a, know. It's child or baby. Child, mer child. I didn't say mer baby, mer child. I mean, I'd like to know. Is We've he seen like, Aquaman. Is it like three we know to he four? should have raised that child as his own. Yeah. <laughs> and then he could have, then he could have banged Nicole Kidman and been 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 Boba Fett. Do you know what? I, I only got halfway through Aquaman. I was found it really boring. I think it's possibly one of the worst DC films in quite a time. I've not even seen it. 
It's all right, Aquaman. Just to be Is contentious, it? it's all right. If you, mm. you know, That's fine. bright, bright colours, stupid story, superhero film. Something else that I discovered were, and I think this is more of a kind of a modern take on things, you know, the people who like to kind of cosplay, things like that. Um, um, these are our listeners, so please well, no, but I do didn't not say be offensive, that, Lisa. I did, was I offensive? These are our people. You just assumed that I was going to say something offensive. Okay. Actually, I was talking about the different types of mermaid that, that you can kind of portray or may, may possibly be real. Who's to know? Arctic mermaids that obviously have a different diet to uh, freshwater mermaids. Is that that just dressing as an ice cube? They've got, you know, kind of the blonde hair rather than anything brunette or dark. I'm thinking like like an anthropomorphic penguin woman with big norks. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that was that was a mixture of Pingu and the Penguin from Batman. I liked it. Yeah, so your your Arctic mermaids, which apparently tend to be a bit smaller, they prefer the cold waters of the northern uh, northern seas. Deep sea mermaids, which apparently are quite aggressive, they're the ones that have kind of shunned the rest of mer society. They're, they're probably the ones that are see-through and have got a light in the front of their head or something like everything else that lives in the <laughs> bottom just, of the sea. They're quite, yeah, they're quite angry, quite dark, kind feel, of shadowy, angry merfolk. I feel like I'm at a focus group for some sort of horrendous American toy manufacturer, and we're trying to we're trying to spin off another series. How do we, you know? Oh what, yeah, we need desert desert mermaids. Yeah, that what what through the sand? Like, what this? Yeah, you're right. It, it sounds like fantasy elves, doesn't it? You've got the dark elves. You've got the sea elves. You've got the yes, mm, the yeah. Ice well, this does lead, lead yeah this does lead me into mer angels, which was the this is obviously I was getting in my research. It was it was getting deep and scary, a bit like just the like, deep look, sea look mermaids. At Matt's, <laughs> Matt's rubbing his temples as if to go, Jesus Christ! Now so, I bef- what bef- the hell? Yeah, so I've not heard of Mer Angels, so, so push me past the point of credulity, please. <laughs> so Mer Angels. So there's this kind of have you? There's a doctor, Doctor Doreen Virtue, and she wrote a book called Realms of the Earth Angels. Okay. What and, is she a doctor of? Well, it, I think it was generally a bit of an online <laughs> an online degree that she's got in psychology. But she does claim to have studied under Pythagoras, so she's an interesting character. <laughs> but what she does is she charges people. Of course so she does. She charges people to for her to tell them what what work they have to do on this planet and some people are sent here to progress humans and humanity as a whole on our planet as mer angels so these people like to live near water they like to live near the sea they're very sad if they're not near the sea they like to be in water they feel they can feel the cold easily Uh, i know i mean this literally sounds like quantum (laughs) leap with a little bit of fish thrown in (laughs) They live as humans, but they are actually mer angels. They can be picky about what kind of water they drink. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and, and have quite a high interest in Atlantis. So, um, I mean, that's no, just stating the obvious. But that, can I it? genuinely I've... say that I have read blog after blog of people, probably from about 10 years ago, 
who are all absolutely convinced that they have been put on this earth as mer angels and they talk about their experiences and, and how they want to help people. I've got a better word for these people. Seantologists. <laughs> so there is there is quite a, a big following for mer angels, angel therapy as prescribed by Dr. Doreen. But actually recently she was she was outed as a charlatan completely because she converted to Christianity rather than being a bit of a new age uh, hippie type who was in touch with the angels. She obviously decided she'd made enough money from stupid people and thought she'd move on to the real deal stupid people. I thought it was she could really start to ratchet the dial up. I did yeah, I did think it was quite interesting that, you know, we still there's still a really strong belief for merfolk as a whole that has been going on for centuries and even Pliny Pliny, the elder in Roman times, Pliny Pliny, don't know how you pronounce it. He, he he even wrote to Emperor Augustus and said, mermaids exist, we've got bodies, they exist, great so, emperor. So what you're saying is the myth of that mermaids have got legs. Not literally, <laughs> but they've got they've got sta- they've got staying power. They have got staying power. They know every culture across the world has probably got a story about a human fish hybrid that lives in the sea that is only seen every now and again just to keep the magic alive on the uh, on the scales uh, of probability uh, mike what do oh you think God. i mean there's a lot of things i do believe in and there's a lot of things i don't believe in and if i if i'm honest uh, mermaids fall into that category of of not believing I know like on old maps and stuff, they used to be drawn like sea monsters and mermaids and people would believe they were indicators of where these things could be seen. Whereas in fact, really, they were used as indicators of where seas were rough or dangerous or where shipwrecks had been seen. I think a lot of the the modern day, I say modern day, I think a lot of mermaid sightings can be attributed to, you know, like Matt said earlier, narwhals, manatees. You know, porpoises. There's stories from sailors that had travelled to, to you know, new lands and they'd come back and they wanted to have these kind of grand stories of, oh, you wouldn't believe what I've seen. Because yeah. like when, when Columbus and his, his cronies sailed over to, to the Newfoundland of, of the United States, like they came back telling stories of how when they crossed the waters that turned out to be around Bermuda, how the sea turned to fire and strange lights were seen under the water and in the sky, you know, kind of giving birth to the whole Bermuda Triangle thing. But was that, that, was, that all the, but, was that all the, you know, the, 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 what they were drinking though? Was it some, mm, was it some volcanic stuff? Was it some pea tea they'd been given, some sort of cactus drink they'd been given at one of their other stops that started this was to come before of, they got there. But, you know, it could just be that they're all stories that were created by these sailors just to make their their journey seem more fantastic. Yeah, because the reality of what did you do for six months on a boat bugger each other senseless. It doesn't go down. And, to, it and doesn't go down to well. up over the side of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hung my ass over the side of the boat to take a shit every day, and uh, was violently sick. So you're saying no, Mike? I'm saying no. So yeah, I think I think mermaids are they're they're, they're a fantasy, aren't they? They're young, busty women they're they're they are sailors fantasies yeah 
Okay, okay. I, I, so I you're saying I'm, it's a load of codswallop? I'm on board with that. Codswallop, boom. I'm broadly on board with that. <laughs> Did I miss a pun? Because I was talking. I've got loads. Codswallop. Oh, that's a good one as well. Codswallop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I'd, I'd broadly agree with that. There's um, there's a good picture actually on a Wiki, on the Wikipedia article uh, that we obviously all read and anyone would read who's looking into this. There's a good picture of a Thai painting that represents a mermaid called, I'm going to do a Lisa here and pronounce this three different ways, Suvanna Maka. In fact, no, I'm going to stick with that. Suvanna Maka. Uh, seduce, yeah. Seducing Hanuman. That if you look at the picture of it, it depicts her as wearing a very pointy hat. I don't know if you can see there. Can you see her? Yeah, yeah. Now that very pointy hat looks suspiciously like a narwhal horn to me. It does. T- an old tusk. Tusk, sorry. There's not yeah. a lot of them about, though, is there? Not I mean, they, they, do you, do you unic- get narwhals in the sea? No. Yeah, do you, you get. Do you get- I, think, I, think, I think, you know, sea mammals are probably more ubiquitous than mermaids because they're real. Do you get narwhals in that kind of part of the world? I don't know if you no, do now. So- you might have done back then. According to the Wild World Wildlife Foundation website, um, narwhals are mainly found in the Arctic waters of Canada, Greenland, Norway, and Russia. Right. Yeah. Now. Because they've been driven there by our climate. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Global all, warming and all that. They've all been fished out of the Thai waters, haven't they? By captive bird's eye. See, now in Korea, you do have a kingdom of mermaids as well. So, you know, they're kind of big into their mermaids if they've got an entire kingdom. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know it was my choice to do this topic. I did ask for it. But it doesn't mean that I'm a massive believer in it. She's a liar. She's got a, <laughs> She's had a mermaid full arm sleeve done it in readiness of this podcast. <clears throat> I like the fact that narwhals, the top part of its head, is, is actually called the melon. Nice. <laughs> Good fact. That's the only fact I've got. It's <laughs> a great, it's a great novel fact. Have you spent the last hour not listening to us talking about memos, but finding out about normal I, melons? No, that's Mike. Come on. <laughs> Mike has been very quiet on this one, and it's because he's not interested. I can tell. No, I mean it, it's the it's nice to sit back and just let someone else kind of ramble through it. it. <laughs> ramble through. I think the <laughs> thing you got to remember is that you know with this with this. With this podcast, we, we cover a lot of things and a lot of different subjects. And it's stuff that, you know, UFOs, aliens, ghosts, myths, legends, cryptids, you know. I suppose mermaids would fall under that cryptid section. But, you know, there's something that have been talked about and depicted for centuries. You know, they've, they've been a part of many different cultures for a very long time. Yeah. And some people, you know, some people will say that that is, that is because that, at some point, there may have been some creature in the oceans that may have resembled something more human-like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there is now. Yeah, if you think if you think about the size of the ocean, like we said, and the amount of it that is yet to be explored, if you think that we are the descendants of apes and we are quite ape-like, could there not be a humanoid descendant of dolphins or something dolphin-esque? Yeah, I mean, dolphins no, are very no intelligent, answer, but... <laughs> but dolphins are very intelligent. I think I think it's just that kind of that human ego, isn't it? That we just think that 
we've just taken over all parts of the planet. Well, to an extent, um, yeah. And, you know, we, we also, because I, I know I'm guilty of this, but I, I, I would assume that any other sentient creature would behave a lot like we do. But actually they might just want absolutely nothing to do with us because we're a bunch of idiots and they just stay yep. under the sea being left alone, yep. like me on a Sunday. On, yeah. So we, we're just the silly land creatures, but they actually know what's going down. They know what's going on. I think I know this is going to sound like a really weird and quite subjective argument, but I think if the reason why I don't believe in mer people is somewhere in the world, if they existed, we would have eaten them at some point. <laughs> yes. They do in Japan. What do you mean they do in Japan? It, they it eat mermaids. It gives them long life, the ningyo. Are you thinking <laughs> like when you eat sushi off a lady? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just thinking that you know we would be eating bits of mer persons somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. we'd be having like mermaid Kievs, wouldn't we? They'd just be yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> garlic ja- stuffed. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Oliver would be doing a program saying, "Do you know where your exactly. mermaid Kiev meat comes from?" Yeah, mermaid pie, mermaid stir Have fry. A bad mermaid and chips, please, twice, mate. Yeah, pickled egg with that. Oh, go on then. Oh, I do like a pickled egg. Maybe it's because we don't know how they actually. Give birth. Perhaps if they do not have a vagina. They but do. Then... They do. We've discussed this already. They are supposed to be able to have a vagina. And You're give spending birth. too much time thinking about mermaid vaginas. He's <laughs> yeah, done a lot I'm... of research. Into I, yeah. What I, what I actually need to do is I need to get off this podcast because I have got a call next with uh, Doreen Virtue and uh, she's going to fill me in. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> no, she's going she's to fill you in. Yes. Yeah. She's going to fill me in <laughs> on uh, on all my. <laughs> With semen. research, yes, thank you. Perhaps if I think they struggle you, you to... You need to spend less time on the Mermaid Erotica subreddit. Are you talking to me or Lisa at this point? <laughs> there was no Reddit involved in my research, I can assure you. This is all above board, like top quality internet-based research. And actually, I didn't go on Wikipedia for once. Do you know how <laughs> mermaids do give birth, though? I've heard it's through... C-sections. Oh, you're following today. That's terrible. That's, that's, that's all I've got. Very good. Very terrible. You're on that they're one. apparently, they're also afraid of having their photographs taken. Apparently. I'll explain why there's no photos of them then. Because surely they'd love to take a shelfie. That's it. That's oh, all I've got. Oh, God. That's it for me. I'm tapping out. <sighs> oh, dear. Anyway. <laughs> so, in conclusion, I think we all agree, don't we, that you know, nice idea. It's got it's got legs, not literally. It has a lot of legs. <laughs> but we all kind of agree that it's it's just a story. It's just a story. Yeah. It's just a story that's just lasted through I, centuries I, I, and has even been found on in cave paintings. I think it's a but, testament to what happens when you have horny men who haven't set their 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 beady eyes on yeah. a real woman in a long time. So that was our Indeed. episode on mermaids. Thank you for listening, everybody. But if you have got any photos of mermaids that you've taken, you know you can email them to us at skepticsandbelieverspodcast at gmail.com or why not tag us on the gram, which is skepticsbelieverspod, or one word, or Twitter us at sandbpod and the number one and get in contact with us that way as some of our listeners have been doing. And... We will be covering some of the subjects that our loyal listeners have been emailing in. So thank you for those. But if you haven't already, please do like and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening as always. 
and join us next week when we will be discussing the Rendlesham Forest incident or UK's Roswell. So until then, please do take care of yourselves. This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website. Thank you.